All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A jam-packed week of fun, which you know means I got dicked down real good, and I'm going to be talking about that very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are not familiar with Cassidy, first of all, where have you been? (laughs) It's an amazing lifestyle site that is fast-growing, and I think the thing that I like most about Cassidy is there's a ton of different features on there, a ton of different ways to meet people. Cassidy is aware that not everyone in the lifestyle wants to interact with others in the same way, which is why they have everything from parties and events that you can go to, to the ability to meet people in your community for one-on-one or two-on-two or one-on-two dates. They also have things like forums and communities where you can actually talk to other lifestylers and gain information. So if you're in that information-seeking phase of the lifestyle journey, it's a great place to be as well. And right now, you can try Cassidy free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporch swingers.com click on the cassidy banner to get started for free for a month we hope to see you there we had such a fun week i loved this week fun and fucking exhausting i am still getting my voice back as you can probably hear as am i yes i feel like i screamed the entire day on saturday like just talking all day long saturday was i mean from the standpoint of events 11 a.m till 2 a.m yeah. It was a long fucking day. Screaming over the music at the pool, screaming over the music at, at tees. My, and I, we talked to everybody. I spoke to all kinds of folks from all over. Well, let's break it down. So Saturday, we actually had back-to-back events, which was not our best laid plan. And we've talked about not doing this before. Yeah. We, we've, we've done this before. We had events here, <laughs> then flew to Denver, and we did that twice back-to-back. Like, the event is over at 1 a.m. We're on a plane at 6 a.m. kind of shit. We have done that twice, and we're like, okay, we're never doing that again. So what do we do? We host a pool party during the day that ends at 6, and then a night party that starts at 9 ends at 2. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I'm convinced we're just like masochists. Like, we just want the the pain for I, whatever I reason. I guess. It was brutal, but it was a great fucking time. So we hosted at the Lexi. We did a, a – Lexi's a beautiful boutique hotel, brand new, renovated. We took over the pool for the day, and we had a bunch of local friends that came in. We met a bunch of new people. We had people from Reno, from California, from Pennsylvania, from Vermont. Yeah, it was great. It was so fucking fun, and we did some pool games. We did a male wet t-shirt contest. That was super fun. Totally set those guys up for fail. I loved it. It was great. We did a body shot contest and uh, thanks in large part to the Swinging Flamingos because we did that at Podbash with them the last two years. And it was so sexy watching people do it at Podbash. I'm like, we have to do that at our pool party. Yeah, we managed to score promotion with the Bacardi folks. So we had some the Bacardi gals out there giving drinks away. It was so fun. It was a good time. In fact, the hotel, they've asked us to do it again. So we'll probably host another... Saturday pool party like prior to pod bash. Yeah. Just like a lead in into it or something. Well maybe we'll wait till some of our friends get in town for it and then we'll We'll throw it again. But they've asked us to do it again. So it was a fucking blast. We had a great time. I can't wait to do it again. It was so fun. And then at night we had teas. What open. a surprise teas was. Right? Tease was fucking amazing that night. Holy shit. First of all, this is not this is a speakeasy concept, okay? It is not a gigantic room. There's limited space, and we only sell so many tickets because of the limited space. But it's just so much fun when you get all of these people in there. And what a fucking, what an attractive crowd that was. It was crazy. It was one of the most attractive crowds I've seen, period. And on top of that, everyone was so fucking friendly and nice. And everyone was just like naturally mingling. Like I've been to events, not necessarily ours, but other people's, where it feels like getting people to talk to each other is like pulling fucking teeth. Yeah, it's like a middle school dance. Yeah, like everyone's off of their own little... on the other. Yeah, well, everyone's off. It's couples in their own little corners, not speaking to anybody. And then if you talk to them about it afterwards, they're like, we didn't really have fun. What the fuck did you expect? Yeah. You sat by yourself the entire night. That was not this event. Well, Everyone was co-mingling. They were so friendly. But that's what I love about that space. You don't have a choice. Because it's small. Yeah. It, first of all, we're only, we only put 50 people in it. And there is play space. And it's, you know, there's a stage. Obviously, we have gals in there, you know, the, the entertainers in there. It's a fucking blast. But if you're sitting around the stage 
you're right next to people. If you're sitting on one of the kind of conversation couches, you're right next to people. If you're sitting at a four top, they're right up against each other. You're sitting near people. And it's just this amazing space that you have no choice but to interact with other people. Yes. You know, so we have a bar inside the room. So people congregate, obviously, at the little bar. And all of a sudden, you've got these pockets of people talking that don't know each other, never met each other. You don't have a choice. You're right up against each other. So it's fucking great. I had a blast. It was so much fun. Fortunately, it was so much fun that night went by very quickly. <laughs> I wasn't entirely exhausted until like Sunday when we woke up. I was like, fuck, that was brutal. Oh, Sunday. I wanted to die oh my god i felt so bad i mean again we were in the sun from 11 to 6 i was 112 then we went home i showered changed you showered changed we go to teas we're there until we left about one yeah we got out of there a little early and then didn't get to bed till probably two so i mean it was a long day but my god was it so much fun yeah it's one of those things where like we were looking at it in the morning like fuck this is gonna be a fucking tough day man and by the (laughs) end of it it was like yeah it was fun though we had a good time i was super fucking impressed Impressed with the, like I said, the folks that came to tease, and and uh, it was it was a good time. The pool party was great. We got to see a bunch of our friends. Obviously, some new folks, like you said. Uh, again, great looking crowd. You know, it's a top optional pool, so that doesn't ever fucking suck. And it was just a good time. You know, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. it was a thoroughly a fun filled long ass day and i got to make out with two hot dudes that was fun you did uh i know the first one i don't recall the second one yeah you do i will tell you off air <laughs> i don't remember that yep i made I out with two dudes i got to take uh well i had somebody take a shot out of my titties that I, was fun oh, that's right okay yeah i did see that yep yep, yep. i remember that because <laughs> i was obviously you know we were doing the pool games but yeah it was, listen it was a blast i saw some some of my uh gym friends came that couple that uh showed up they were friends of friends and uh it was fun. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was a great time. And like I said, we're going to do it again. So also got to, I don't know, flirt with a bartender again. So, you know. What is with you and bartenders, I man? Know. I don't know. Bartenders flock to you like moths to a flame. I, I don't, don't know, know what it is. And she was cute. Do you think it's because they can sense that like you've been in that world and you know that it's what they do is difficult and you're really nice to them because yes. of that? I think that's part of it. 100%. In fact, at one point I went up and asked her for a cup of ice water and she's like, only because you asked me so nicely. I was like, okay. So that... Uh, <laughs> I see where this is going. Well, every time she brought me a drink, she's like, should I go ask your husband if he wants one too? I'm like, clearly you want to, so go for it. Yeah, she was super cute. Asked if we would make sure that we asked for her for Pod Bash, which I totally will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fucking great, man. I had, a, I had a great fucking time. Weekend was long, fun. And now, of course, uh, as we're recording this, you have a date today. Yes. Shocking no one. I am so excited for this date. Oh my God. So I met this guy at one of our Thursday night events. Yeah, let's be clear. Oddly enough, when he reached out to you, you didn't remember who he was. I had to tell you who he was, which is so not like you. That is so... the. What are you talking about? I never remember fucking anyone. Yeah, but this guy... Well, that, I mean, that's fair. I should have recognized him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm like, you don't recognize this guy. <laughs> he's so hot. I'm like, how do you not remember? I remember him. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, I talk about my basketball player friend being like physical perfection. This guy's built the exact same way. He looks like a basketball player. He's yeah, tall. He's, he's muscular. He's beautiful. He's super fit. I'm assuming he has a giant cock. Well, we know he does because we know, we have a friend that knows him very well. And he's like her favorite play partner. That's why he was in town when right. we first met him. Yep. And that's why I was like, how do you not remember this dude? Like, we talked about this guy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so don't I'm either. super excited to hang out with him. This will be a little bit different, too, because, I mean, I met him at our event. We probably talked for a good half hour, and there was great chemistry there. Right. But we are not going to, like, have a drink or hang out no, before no. he just comes to the house. He's coming to the house to fuck. And that's something you and I have talked a lot about lately is, you know, if there's an attraction there and I feel safe with somebody, which I do because we have a lot of, you know, similar friends Neutral in common. Friends, yeah. If I feel like I'm in a safe environment and I want to fuck someone, why make it more complicated than that? I'm really trying to focus on that going forward. Well, we have a lot of protocols in place anyway for safety regardless. So I'm not and not concerned about it. Of course, we do know people that know him. And we've already met him. I, I certainly know who he is. I remembered him. You didn't. Well, right. But I got into this weird habit of feeling like I really had to have this super cerebral connection with somebody. And I wanted to, to meet them multiple times. And I wanted to have these in-depth conversations before play happened. And you and I got to the point where it was like, why the fuck are we doing that? Like, why are we complicating it so much? Can it just be fun, indiscriminate sex once in a while as long as I'm being safe about it? Yeah. I don't think there's any reason it can't be. I mean, I think that's kind of where what we're talking about for you and I anyway. I mean, that's just what it's going to be. Not so much for me, but more for you than than for me. Our 
you know, the journey at this point really is I am not going to be as engaged as I was and really focusing on you playing more than anything right now, at least. I think at least until we get to like pod bash and we go a couple of months and I just, you know, there are things that we want to focus on. And so you being able to enjoy those things is, is more important to me than what I'm doing. Well, you know we talk I mean? a lot about getting back to basics. And for us, basics is hot wifing right. and you helping me find guys to have these amazing experiences with because that's what drives us. Like when you go off and fuck someone else, it's like, okay, I'm happy for you, but it doesn't necessarily always turn me on versus when I go and fuck someone else and come back to you and we reconnect. That's what drives our passion. Unlike anything else. Yeah. And it's difficult for me to concentrate on helping you and communicating with people for me. That's just too there's too many fucking too much time, not enough hours in the day. Right. You know, so yeah, I think we're going to concentrate on that for a bit. So yeah, I'm looking forward to today. You're going to meet him at some point. I'll head out, go to the gym while you guys are playing and then you and I'll get back together tonight. So I'm looking forward to it. Probably have crazy hot monkey sex. Well, I'm looking forward to a week of you and I doing very little of anything. We're going to work during the day and just do our thing. And we have very little responsibility outside of that this week. Yeah, I know. We don't have shit to do until the third Thursday of the month. It's going to be super chill. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a fucking break because we've been going fast and furious. And we've got professional shit that has to get done, but that's like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. After that, I don't even want to fucking bother with it. In <laughs> fact, you and I have already promised each other that after 5 o'clock, we are not talking about work at all. Right. That's it. I don't care what we do, where we're going, who, who we're with. There is no conversation about fucking work. I am done at 5 o'clock. Unless we're getting a call that our studio has burned to the ground with all of our equipment in it, I really don't give a fuck. Well, we have a camera and insurance, so (laughs) I don't give I really don't care. Let the fucking thing burn. I I don't give a shit, you know? Unfortunately, they just renovated the place, so that would be a shame. But, you know, I just, I can't be bothered. I'm just, after 5, I don't want to fucking deal with it. You know, there's other shit I want to do. You know, we have so much cool shit going on in town that you and I haven't experienced yet. In fact, I was talking to a couple at T's. I got the chance to meet them. They're locals. And we were talking about a lot of the places that we go. Now, they ironically live five minutes from us. Oh, really? And frequent the same places. Oh, right? that's fun. However, they told me about some fucking spots I, you and I have never heard of. I'm like, well, we need to check these out because they're much like us. They like to try something new. And if they don't like it, of course, they don't go back. But they're creatures of habit also. They hang out at the same spots a lot of times just like we do. And some of them are the same spots. I don't know that we've ever actually seen them anywhere. And certainly they didn't make that clear. But uh, I imagine we were probably traveling in the same fucking circles based on our conversation. But there are very cool places that have opened up and some that have been here a long time that you and I have never heard of. I know. Yeah, I want to check these places out and not fucking deal with work after 5 p.m. You know, yeah, like we're the people. fucking worst at that. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Well, you know, we plan shit, and it's like, oh, well, that fell through. We'll just we'll just roll it over till seven o'clock. You know, like fuck that. I ain't doing that. I want to relax. Same. You know. Also, we have an event coming up in September that isn't. We have very little responsibility for. Oh my god, I'm so fucking excited for Hot Wife Palooza yes. happening in Tucson. If you guys are looking for another Hot Wife takeover to go to, September 15th through the 17th, I'll put a link in the show yeah. notes for you. I am so excited to go to that because yes, this will be the first Hot Wife event you and I have been to together since Florida. Yeah, that's not our event. Yeah, I'm going to lay by the pool and you can fuck your brain, silly. I'm gonna suck cock until I I'm can't suck cock anymore, man. Nothing. I'm doing nothing. I just want to lay by the pool like a fat rat in the sun. I want to walk bow-legged by Sunday yeah. night. That's have what it, I want. You can have at it. I don't <laughs> want to do shit. Of course, the, the folks hosting it are our friends, so I'll ask them if they need anything, crossing my fingers, hoping they say no, and then I'm just going to lay by the pool. I don't want to do shit. So we'll help out if we that. need to, but yeah, I just yeah. want to have fun. Well, it'll be a nice break because two weeks after, of course, is pod bash. So it's like the last time we're going to get a chance to fucking breathe until that's over, and I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. I'm not doing anything. Breathe and fuck. Yeah, that's I'm, what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That's like a little mini vacation. We don't have to go far. It's in Tucson. We're just driving there. Nothing to it. We'll take our time, spend an extra day on the road, you know, stay someplace fucking weird, you know, yeah. and just fucking hang out. I'm looking forward to the shit out of that. I can't wait. I found a super interesting resort we can stay at one night before that so i think we'll make a little vacation out of it a little extra time yeah fuck yeah I'm, i need it i'm fucking wiped out this weekend kicked my ass you know it was tough man. I'm you're not a spring chicken year. man fuck no i'm fucking wiped out <laughs> to be out in the sun all day and then party all night not that you were drinking but no. you were out and no. in loud music and talking to people until one o'clock in the morning yeah it was a lot 
So I think it's time to get back to having fun, fucking, doing nothing. I'm, I'm down. Okay, so here's something else I wanted to talk to you about because I want to get your perspective on this. So Saturday kind of hit me, and I've been thinking about this for a while, but there was a couple that was at the pool on Saturday. Uh-huh. And the woman was like, so my physical perfection, like just beautiful, big old booty, a little on the curvier side, but just stunning. And it made me realize how much I am missing the company of a woman. And it's so interesting how that's so cyclical for me because there's times where I'm like, you know, like I I always like boobs and ass. That's cool. They're always fun to look at. But I go through periods where I'm like, I could really not lick a pussy and I'd be totally okay with that. And then there are other periods where I'm like, I am dying to eat a pussy. Oh, I think it comes down to um, it's situational. You just happened to be someplace where there was this attractive woman or a woman that you found attractive. And instantly, I think that starts to click because that doesn't happen often for you. Well, I think it's like an ebb and flow thing. It doesn't necessarily have to do with the person. It's so interesting how like my personal sexuality is so cyclical. And there are times, again, where I I could care less about women, not saying anything bad about women, but being sexual with women. And then there are other times where I'm like, I am just dying. I'm dying to be with a woman right now. Yeah, it. I guess, yeah, I, I get like anything else, you know, peaks and valleys, right? I mean, I mean, happens. is it that way for you being that you're not straight? <sighs> yeah, but my problem, of course, is my lack of tolerance. You know for what I mean? For the bullshit, yeah. yeah as, well, because I don't know much like for me, I don't know about you, but for me, as soon as I start to think, okay, I'm going to actively attempt to meet someone, gender regardless, right? And I start to to move that forward. I am instantly met with some ridiculous shit that makes me go, okay, this is why I don't do this. This is why I don't try to Yeah, you're not the out. most resilient person. No, that's I really for sure. have very little patience for it. Very little patience, right? Which is why what's happened? I have had the same play partner for a year and a half. I get into these routines because they're comfortable and they're easy for me and they're nice and safe and fun. And I don't have to try to step outside of my comfort zone. And the minute that I do, I'm instant because inevitably the first message I'll receive is some ridiculous shit from somebody or a couple. And it's like, okay, this is why I have no interest in this. Right. So I either have to fight through that or I just back away from it. So for me, I really I can compartmentalize. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. I'm the lazy outfielder. It lands in my glove. I'll catch the ball. I might even throw it back. I'm not running <laughs> after that motherfucker. I am not chasing it down. I'm I'm not fucking diving for it. It ain't happening. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, but like yourself, I do get in those kind of modes where it's like, yeah, I really would like to do this. Or I'm really, this looks interesting or this sounds interesting to me. And then very quickly, I can be taken right out of that by some stupid shit. Well, I flirted with this couple a little bit and, um, you know, I didn't even get their contact information. I'm sure I could get it, but I, uh, it made me realize that when I go to events, I need to be more open to those types of things because I think back to like every event I've been to in the last probably two years, I'm always chasing the guys that I find hot because that's kind of my comfort zone. But clearly I need to be a little bit more in tune with my bi side because I don't know. It's like all I can think about right now is eating a fucking pussy of a hot woman. Yeah, I guess you got to, you know, it's again, one of those things where you have to I guess you got to put some work in, right? Like anything else. But do I have to, but do I have to put in work? Cause I don't think, I I think I'm going to close down my personal Cassidy profile. Like it's just, it's really not working for me. I don't really need it. I have plenty of opportunities for single men right now. I don't need that profile. And I get reached out to by a lot of couples who are very disrespectful and it's put a bad taste in my mouth versus when I go to an event and I flirt with a couple and they flirt back and there's this chemistry. And if there's the ability for me to pull the trigger and be like, Hey, the three of us should go fuck. I think I need to do that more often versus trying the, like the online thing and sifting through the shitty couples to get to one good couple. Well, what I mean by putting in the work is more than anything being receptive to it. I'm open. I'm opening myself up to the universe to have a couple fall in my lap. See, because that's my problem is once I get met with some kind of ridiculous obstacle, you know, because of someone's behavior, I'm just shut down. Like yeah. I have, now I have zero fucking interest. Right. So that that for me is what I mean by putting in the work. I have to be open to the idea because if you're not, it's never going to happen, right? If you're not open to the idea of someone, you know, meeting someone or getting involved in some way, 
it, it's just a barrier. Well, and you can smell it from a mile away. I can horrible. tell the couples that are interested in me versus not by looking at them across a room. Yeah. I can sense it. If there's some sort of interest there, I can feel that from them. We've been in the lifestyle long enough at this point that I can catch that vibe very, very quickly. Yeah. And people can probably get the same from me. So again, I've always been about the single guys or most of the time about the single men. And now it's like, I want to be open to both. I want to be open to kind of any scenario that falls in my lap. Now, I will say that being said, said this is the first couple i've met in person in a long time where i was equally attracted to both of them and that's a big part of this too well yeah and how often does that happen so so rare so that's something else right so when that happens provided everything is going well that's maybe when you or you know in, in this situation you put it into a higher gear and go hey guys here's the thing this is a rarity for me. I'm actually equally attracted to both of you as a couple. So <laughs> if there's something to happen here, it's kind of a douchey but, thing. To but say. you know, like you, not so much those words. Maybe but a little more tactful. Yeah, than that. I'm very much attracted to both of you. I would right. like to pursue this kind of thing. And otherwise, you know, you run into the situation like where I'm at, where I just get fucking fed up, and I just don't have the en- the energy to do it. You know, yeah. because there's so many. Not so many failed attempts necessarily, but so much shit you've got to wade through. Like, I'm just not, I don't have the, the I just don't have it in me to do it, you know? So I, I guess more than, than anything for me, I am absolutely happier to enjoy you playing in this space than even myself. I like the flirting. I like the attention. I think that's the fun part for me. I don't need to be fully engaged. Let's put it that way. No, just flirt with all the hot you know? bartenders and call it a day. Yeah, I could do that all around town. That's totally fine for me. Yeah, that that feeds my ego tremendously. (laughs) You know, Uh, so yeah, that's all I need to fucking do, Uh, and it really doesn't take much. Apparently, it's very simple for me. Uh, But yeah, you know, I don't know. I just, I know it's hard to believe, or even I'm sure some people like, oh, how you know, how much shit can you get? I get a lot of shit, a lot of stupid shit, and it really does wear me out. No, I, I think. Part of the problem, too, though, like I said, is that you don't have a bounce back game as well as some other people do. There's a lot of people in the lifestyle that put up with a lot of bullshit and they're okay with that. You're not. And that's okay. You know your limitation in that way. Well, we we just talked about this on the ride over here, right? Because you're getting ready. We're getting ready to talk about single guy tip of the week, which I think is fucking hilarious. (laughs) But, uh, you know, for me, it's like there are plenty of guys. I know there are guys who from in this situation, like in my situation, are far more interested in the finality of what's going to happen. They want that fucking sex. They that's want what, a nut. That's, that's what they what want. That's what they want. So they were will, far more willing to go through this bullshit process to capture what they're looking for. I'm happy with the flirtation and the interest. I don't have to go across the finish line because <laughs> I don't fucking care that much. Yeah, because you have a 33-year-old partner at home that literally wants to jump your bones 24-7. Right, and I also, I'm just not in a position in my life where I, I, I'm not thirsty for it. Right. I, I enjoy amazing people and amazing experiences. I'm not going to just have an experience. Don't need it. Yep, I completely agree. Okay, so single guy tip of the week this week. This was too funny to me because I had two gentlemen Ugh. reach out to me within an hour of each other on the same platform. Yeah. And to me, this was like the ultimate showing of how far apart these guys can be in this space, how far apart they can be in their approaches from my perspective, okay? They couldn't be further apart. So the first guy reaches out to me, and the first two messages were both very generic, very benign, like, hey, I've looked at your profile, you're pretty, we should talk, okay, basically. I go to the first guy's profile, it was impressive. And again, I know that I'm more cerebrally driven than maybe some other people in the lifestyle. But for me, I loved, for example, he had like bullet points in his profile, like, here are my kinks, one, two, three, four listed out. Here are my potential interests. One, two, three, four. Here are my boundaries. You know, here are the things I'm I'm looking for. Here are the things I'm not looking for. It was cut and dry. It wasn't wordy. He wasn't trying to be overly, you know, thought provoking or anything. He was just laying out facts. And it was great because I felt like I knew pretty quickly whether he was a good fit for me or not. I knew that he had put some thought and some time and effort into this bio. And I was interested in talking more to him. It was great. I I have bullet points in mind. It it lays it out for you very clearly. This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. This is what I'm looking for. Hope to see you soon. Yep, exactly. The second one, (laughs) I got his bio. The best. It could be the best one ever. I don't know. All it says is, just looking to get down on a fat pussy. Don't waste my time. So I have thoughts on both of these, right? Now, and of course, you know, you got to back this up with the images, right? So the guy who wrote that, 
only has two pictures on his profile and they're both dick pics. And not good dick pics, like very pixelated, very blurry images. Yeah, he didn't go to like a professional have these done clearly. Fuck no, he wasn't using a ring light. Right, he wasn't doing right. any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, no. he, wasn't, he was not getting professional with these pictures. And then of course, the other guy had a full full bio. So I guess my question And some is, good photos. I mean, right. they weren't amazing, but decent photos. Yeah. Right, but at least he took the time to write a thoughtful <laughs> profile, right? right? He genuinely has something to say. He's obviously got some limitations. He has standards, which is a big deal, right? So now I ask myself, now I'm, look, I'm thinking of both of these profiles. I wonder which one gets more attention. Now, this is why I say this. I know from experience, people don't read. I, I know it instantly. It says, th- because the first line in my bio tells you everything you need to know about who I am. And most people don't bother getting, they don't even look at it. Right, I could tell that when they reach out to me. Mm-hmm. So I wonder when someone clicks on this guy's profile, they see this couple of paragraphs and they just go to the pictures and go, fuck it. Yeah, but that's that's the point. It wasn't multiple paragraphs. You could have read this entire bio because all it was was quick bullet points. You could have read this entire bio and known everything you needed to know about this guy in three minutes. Uh, too and- long. Too long. I'm okay, you. but my point is, I use that as a barometer for whether you and I are on the same page. No, if someone it. can't take the time to read my bio and they make it obvious, I don't fuck with them. There's no, no fucking way. Well, no, you're, you're listen. You're you're saying the same thing I'm saying. My point is, how many people look at him at his profile, see that there's actual words on the page, and just go right by it, and then see this guy's and and go, oh, that's a sentence. I can get that down, right? <laughs> well, it's not a good sentence. Not, I didn't say it was a good one, but it's a <laughs> sentence, and they read it, and then I wonder. How many people reach out to him, A, to see if it's fucking legitimate, right? Because you almost got to go, okay, you don't want me to respond. Like You don't want people reaching out to you, obviously. But I wonder how many people reach out to him as compared to the other guy. I would really be interested in knowing that. Because that will tell you everything you need to know about this space, in my opinion, right? It'll tell you everything you need to know. I guess. Yeah. Well, I look at it like this. From some of the responses that I get from my profile, which is longer than most, I know people don't read it anyway. So even if it does say, I'm uh, just looking to get down on a fat pussy, most people probably don't even see that either. Also, They're what is at a pictures. fat pussy? What well, is, is a fat pussy? Or is it with an F? An F. That's just weird. I a don't even know what that means. fat pussy. Does he mean like a fat woman or actually a fat pussy? What's probably a fat a, pussy? Like a puffy pussy? Yeah, probably. That's probably what he means. He That's should probably use puffy. Yeah. That would be hilarious, by the way. You <laughs> should message him. We're going to get down him. on a puffy pussy. You should message him and and say, this is my, you know, just a, just an opinion. You know, <laughs> I suggest you change. You know, it would be fucking great. But again, I wonder how many people reach out to him versus how many people reach out to the other guy. I would really be curious to know. And I'm willing to bet all everything else considered equal. I'll bet you they get about the equal amount of attention. No, I don't think so, because I think the guy who has the bulleted one is incredibly attractive. So well, I think okay, but that's my, well, that's he's what I'm hot and can put sentences Assuming that together. they were congruently attractive, these guys, but of course you don't know that because all you see is dick. I'm wondering if they would get an equal amount of attention were all, everything else equal. You know what I mean? Probably. I think so. That's the fucking part about this that blows me away. You know, that's the part that, get, that keeps me from wanting to like take a hit and then go forward again. It's like, what well, am I wasting my time for? But that's also something you and I have talked a lot about recently. Like I just had this conversation with somebody who went to Splash Mocha recently yeah. and they were talking, it was their first time there and they were shocked at the number of women that would just go up to guys and like tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, let's go fuck. And they're like, that's not my world. Like I come to your guys' events. It's very social. I'm talking to people. And I was like, that that doesn't surprise me. I think that yeah. is more the norm. You know, the tapping guys on the shoulder, hey, you're hot, we should go fuck. That's way more common than spending an hour talking to somebody at a lifestyle club and trying to decipher if there's chemistry and mental connection. And, you know, I think what's really interesting for us and I, you know, we get this a lot from listeners too. you and I are not the norm in the lifestyle. We're not the norm in fucking anything we we do, but we're not the norm in the lifestyle. And that's so evident by the fact that I literally could not imagine just walking up to somebody tapping them on the shoulder and asking them to come fuck me. Well, imagine someone doing that to me. Yeah, and I'm not judging that. I mean, if you come up to me and tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, let's go fuck, I'm going to laugh in your fucking face. But not because I'm judging you, because I am so the opposite of that, that that would literally never work with me. Well, that's, again, what we were just talking about, right? Which is why we're trying to, I'm trying to figure out really where I want to be at this point in my life in this space, because that doesn't work for me. I envy everyone that can do that. If you're a dude who can be in an event and have someone tap you on the shoulder and go, hey, don't want to know your name. Come fuck me. More power to you. I don't have that in me at this point in my life. So that won't ever work for me. 
It, it will never work for me. So I get it. I get that there's a, you know, obviously there's a place for that, certainly, or it wouldn't happen, just like anything else. There's a place for it or that wouldn't be offered, but I don't have that ability. So yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I envy those people. I certainly can't do it. Yeah. So I want to take the guy who has his, you know, standards listed and his limits listed and all of the things that he's looking for listed over anything. Like I want that guy. I want the guy who's thoughtful. That turns me on. The problem is there are more I want to get down on a fat pussy guys than the guys with the bullet pointed fucking profiles. Well, I've been with That's a lot the of the guys who are the former rather than the latter. For sure. But but we know there's more of the other, right? And we also, I believe fully, there are more folks interested in that guy than the other. In this short version of, well, that's hey, I fucking fuck. insane to me. Well, I mean, I think I think you and I have seen it more than not in the spaces that we've been in, the events that we go to, and and you know, talking to people who kind of look at us like we're the fucking weirdos because we want to get to know somebody. We are weirdos, we're but totally not for weird. that reason. <laughs> well, we're weird for a lot of reasons, but I really do believe that there are more of those folks. And like I said, I I truly do. Uh, there's a part of me that wishes I could do that. I don't have that in me. I think our lifestyle journey would have been much simpler for us if that's how we could function. Yeah. Right. So, no, there's no question about it. It is absolutely an easier way to operate, in my opinion. But I don't have it in me. It's not who we are. Nope. Not a chance. Nope. So anyway, I got to play with a regular play partner. Yes, you did. Last week. And I am super excited to talk about it. It was an interesting one because much like we've been talking about, we get attached to people. We like to have cerebral connections with people. But I also think that sometimes it can get complicated. That can definitely blur the lines in some ways. And that's going to be kind of evident in this play session. I'm not going to go into great detail on that, but I do think it kind of impacted the play session. And I think it's important to talk about. So we're going to share all of those details very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. There are certain habits in the lifestyle that just need to be broken because they're going to make you far more attractive to other people. Plus, why not live a healthier lifestyle? And thanks to our next partners, Fume, you can do it not cold turkey, but with an amazing product that's going to help you break your bad habit in a fun, new, and innovative way. Fume is an award-nominated device that helps you break bad habits because instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air, and instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious, and plant-based flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy guilt-free because it's actually good for you. There's nothing wrong with it. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your bad habit. I have a lot of people in my life that are trying to break hand-to-mouth bad habits right now, and I've actually recommended this product to them, and they've told me how much they absolutely love it love it because it can be really difficult when you go day in and day out doing the same thing over and over again. Being able to break that bad habit can be so difficult. And Fume is great because, again, it's completely plant-based and all natural. The flavors are amazing. I love the mint flavor. I recommend it to everyone. And it really is just a cute device too. It's made out of wood and metal. It's very chic. It feels good in your hand. It's lightweight. You can throw it in your bag easily. And again, it's just an easy way to help you break those bad habits. So if you want to join the over 100,000 people that have been helped by Fume to break up with humanity's bad habits... All you have to do is go to tryfume.com and use code FPS. When you do so, you're going to save 10% off of their journey pack. That's tryfum.com and use code FPS to save an additional 10% off of your order today. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by your friends at Promescent. I wanted to share a testimonial from one of our listeners that tried their amazing delay spray and had such good things to say about it. He talked about the fact that when he was in new sexual experiences with new partners at lifestyle events, he would have trouble getting into certain positions because they would make him finish too quickly and it created a lot of anxiety for him. But then he tried Promescent's delay spray and now he can go to town in all sorts of different positions, having more fun in the lifestyle than he he's ever had before. If you struggle with finishing too quickly, Promescence Delay Spray is for you. All you have to do is spray it on about 10 minutes prior to play, allow it to absorb, and go to work. It's going to help you last longer and provide more pleasure to your partner or partners in the bedroom. And right now, you can get it at a discount. 10% off for our listeners when you go to promescent.com FPS. That's Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com FPS for 10% off of their flagship product, 
the Delay Spray or any of their other amazing bedroom wellness products, including lubes, condoms, massage oils, and so much more. It is so hard to believe that we are coming up on our biggest event of the year so quickly. Podbash 2023 is right around the corner and we could not be more excited to show you what we have up our sleeves. If you guys have been to hotel takeovers before, I can guarantee you this is not going to be like any you have been to in the past. This weekend is all about connection. It's about meeting new friends from around the country and even around the world. We do so many different activities, helping people connect, get to know each other. And like I said, people make lifelong friends out of this. They come back to Podbash year in and year out, and they travel with people throughout the year that they met at these events. The other thing that I think is so cool is we're going to have a bunch of other lifestyle podcasters on property with us. So if you want to party with some of the people that you hear weekly or monthly, this is a great opportunity to do that. We're going to have the Accidental Swingers there, Friends with a Twist, the Swinging Flamingos, the Naked Relationship Podcast, and many others. So make sure you don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind hotel takeover happening in Las Vegas, September 28th through October 1st. There are only a few rooms left. We do have some weekend and day passes available as well. And you can find all of the information by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com today. Make sure you hurry and do it now while tickets last. Single guys, we get this question a lot. Are we allowed to come to Podbash? Fuck yes, you are. We actually have two rooms right now remaining set aside for single guy roulette. If you want to come and stay on property, reach out to us. You can spend the entire weekend with some of the coolest people in the space and some of the most amazing hot wife couples you're ever going to meet. We also do have day passes and weekend passes for single gentlemen as well. Amazing fucking deals for Vegas locals. If you're a single dude and you're looking for a party to go to and a hotel takeover that is not only welcoming but absolutely wants you there, reach out to us right away. Fill out a membership at members.frontportswingers.com. Reach out to us. We'll give you all the details. So the retelling that I'm going to share today, I think, is a showing of how when you're vulnerable with someone, when you are open to somebody and you talk to them about how you really feel about something, it can really change the sex. And I think that's part of why, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, you and I do like more of that connection with people because I feel like when you can really be yourself and you can speak your mind and you can be honest about things and it's more than just about this carnal desire to fuck – there's a lot of good that can come out of it. And that's exactly what happened during this experience. Yeah, for sure. There's, you know, like I said, I go back and forth between the idea of having very, very, very consistent play because there is that dynamic that is just created that's comfortable and becomes very familiar. And I think you get a lot out of that versus just, you know, the one-offs, which will certainly scratch, you know, it's, it's, it's scratching an itch, but it's not really super fulfilling for me. Okay, well, yes and no, because the other part of the story, though, that I think is really important to share, and I'm not going to go into great detail about it, but with this particular gentleman, he and I have been playing pretty consistently with each other for about three and a half months now, okay? And it's been great. It's been very drama-free. And then there was something that kind of happened that made it a little bit more dramatic and... It did kind of suck the fun out of it for me. And it made me question like, okay, does it make sense for me to have these consistent play partners when it feels like a lot of emotional and mental work versus just meeting someone? Maybe I talk to them for an hour and decide that I want to have sex with them. And then it's really not a consistent thing after that. Yeah, well, that's, again, part of it, right? It's the the pros and cons of these relationships and dynamics that you and I create because the opportunity for that kind of shit to seep in it, the, it's a much greater proclivity of that happening because of the relationships, right? Right. With the one-offs, there's nothing to it, right? Or the less consistent or the, you know, the less friendly a relationship is. None of that shit exists. Yeah. You know, it just makes it easier. So it was really interesting because when he came over, I was not pissed at him by any means, but there was something that kind of happened behind the scenes. And again, I'm not going to share it, A, because I don't feel like I owe it to share it, um, but B, because I did not ask his permission to do so before coming on here. And I don't feel like that's appropriate given the nature of our dynamic together. But let's just say something happened where I was like annoyed. Let's put it that way. I was kind of annoyed. Yeah, it was a series of, of, of a couple of events that took place. And so he comes over and like immediately addresses it with me, which I actually fucking loved he was very mature in that moment he could tell that I was a little bit I don't want to say pissed off because that's not even the right word I was just annoyed by things and we were able to have this great conversation where I totally shared 
100% my feelings on the situation very respectfully, very tactfully, but I let it be known where I stood on everything and I let him speak his mind. And then it was so interesting because it was like from there, everything just fell completely into place. It's just like this calm, like water not moving type of calm. You know what I mean? All the storm had passed and now everything was just quiet and we were able to just kind of focus on each other for, in my opinion, the first time in a while. Well, but and as I told you, after you had, you know, you saw him and you guys played and you and you and I got back together again, we had the conversation of the entirety of what had taken place. And I said to you, you have got to give a tremendous amount of credit to him for walking in and starting this conversation with you. Because I think if you had had to start this conversation, this experience would have been different. He started the conversation with you. He opened up to you about it. He wanted to know how you felt about it. He obviously was on, you know, he was not going to do anything that was going to upset the relationship between you and he. And I think that obviously puts you at instant ease because you didn't have to bring it up, although you were going to. I do think if you had had to bring it up, it would have changed the dynamic of this thing. A thousand percent. It showed me a very different side to him, too. Back to the pros and cons thing. The pros of having a long term play partner who is a mature, well-adjusted human being is that I got to see a different side of him. I got to see this like problem solving side of him, this very logical side of him, very communicative, honest, respectful. I mean, he's always been respectful with me, but I got to just see it in a very different light. And it was very interesting how that set the tone for this entire experience together, because once that conversation was over we went and sat on the couch we agreed like we're gonna fucking bury this we're here for fun now we've dealt with the shit that's not as fun we've gotten that out of the way we've been able to hear each other out now let's focus on just like connecting and having fun with each other and it was wonderful because we really did we just sat on the couch we were super silly with each other we were joking with each other he kind of reached over and was touching on me a little bit I had on a very short dress and I had on lingerie under the dress and he was kept kind of like rubbing his hand up and down my leg and I was you know joking about how he was going to discover my secret pretty soon. And he thought my secret wasn't wearing panties. And I'm like, that's, that's no not a secret. fucking secret, dude. <laughs> that's every fucking day. But it was just very, very flirty and fun. And it really did allow us to just focus on each other for that little amount of time. It's like everything that had happened before just went out the fucking window. I wasn't thinking about anything dramatic. I was just focused on sitting on this couch with this hot fucking dude. This is the partner guy that I've talked about multiple times before. Yeah. I have not come up with a name for him, but you probably need to. At some maybe point. at some point I will. Partnered guy is what his name is for now. Yeah. So well, I think again, part of this is because here's the truth of it what actually took place wasn't that big a deal it's how it happened that was the bigger deal right? it was it was a big deal to me you may not think it was a big deal my feelings were hurt by the whole thing well I, yeah no i get that but the fact that it was so easily remedied sure. lends itself to what what this really was about and it was a re, it was kind of a mutual respect thing that just needed to be covered just needed to go over but isn't that the case in 99% of issues 100% of the lifestyle? but here's it's, the problem it's a misunderstanding or somebody not showing as much respect and somebody's feelings getting hurt and when you have the ability to communicate it like an adult and have the other person not immediately jump on the defensive but actually listen to you that's a huge fucking deal yeah but in this space as you pointed out while it does have everything to do with respect there are also liberties that are taken because of the the whole concept of the lifestyle people don't a lot of times take certain things seriously because again the fine finality of this is oh well the whole idea is that we want to have sex so people put that first instead of the shit that they should be putting first right i just had this conversation yesterday with a friend i was talking to sex is the easy part of this lifestyle it's the before and after that's the difficult part that most people overlook or don't take seriously right that's what happened here right and once it was addressed and it was done in a respectful way it simply became less important. It would be not only less important, it made me feel more connected to him. It made me actually, you know what it made me do? It made me fucking lust after him. I'm like, this is a man who is in touch with his emotions, who's a logical thinker, who's respectful of me and willing to show me that. Now I want your cock a million times more. Right. So it was so interesting. We're sitting on the couch together. Everything had just like gone out the fucking window. We're touching on each other. We start kissing on each other. But the other thing I think that that conversation did was it made me feel more empowered to be honest with him about some things during our sex. Our sex has always been fire. This man is hot. He knows how to use his cock. His cock is fucking beautiful. Everything is always great. But I do think that there was a part of my 
part of me that was holding myself back from him and not being 100% honest with him about what I wanted. For example, the first few times that we've been together, actually most of the times we've been together, he's not really into performing oral on me. I perform oral on him. Maybe he'll go down on me for a minute or two and then it's like, okay, now I want to fuck. And that kind of has always irked me. Again, it would be one thing if this was just a one-off thing, but with somebody who I'm seeing consistently and I'm spending fucking 20 minutes worshiping your cock... I'd like a little bit of reciprocation. And in the past, I've been like, well, I don't want to come across as somebody who, you know, is being needy or who isn't seen as fun or who's demanding of certain things. And so I've just kind of stuffed it all down. Well, this experience was very different. So, for example, he pulls down his shorts when we finally decide we're going to start playing. I'm still sitting on the couch. He stands up. He takes off his shorts, takes down his boxer briefs, reveals his beautiful cock. It's already a little bit hard. I start going to town on it. And I am doing all the tricks. I'm licking the underside of it and I'm deep throating it and I'm kind of caressing on his balls. And, you know, then I'm using both of my hands on it and licking the tip, which he fucking loves. And we're looking at each other almost the entire time, making this super fucking hot eye contact. And he's telling me how good my mouth feels. That went on for probably a good 15 or 20 minutes. And then he starts reaching for a condom. And for the first time ever, I stopped action and I was like, time out. I'm curious as to why you don't want to go down on me. And he's like, well, you've never never really made it a priority in the past or made it seem like that was something that was important to you. And I was like, well, I think we should communicate now then that it is important to me. And I want that. You know, I don't I don't want to feel as if you're rushing through this experience. I want us to enjoy each other. And I want you to show me, you know, the same level of pleasure that I am trying to show you. And he's like a thousand percent. He's like, I actually love eating pussy. I just didn't think it was your thing. Once again, I know you very well. But I've never communicated it. He's not a fucking mind reader. It's not his responsibility to just assess that I might want more oral from him if I don't say anything. I need to use my fucking words like an adult. Well, also, once you have had penetrative sex, you are way too sensitive most of the time for oral so you're not super into it after necessarily no i actually can't stand it in fact i've had multiple guys that want to go down after on me after fucking me and i'm just like that i think that's maybe where he's gotten it from too because i think there was one time he and i were playing at the club together and he fucked me and then we took a break and i started sucking his cock again and he wanted to 69 with me which also isn't really my thing but at the same time i'm like i'm super fucking sensitive i've had like three orgasms back to back to back i am not into it at this point yeah so i think in his mind it was just like oh brennan's not really that into oral and in my mind it was like oh this person just isn't really into providing me with oral and all it took was me using my fucking words and telling him what i wanted for him to be like cool so i lay back on the couch he starts going down on me this man ate my pussy like nothing else i've ever experienced in my entire fucking life he is swirling the tongue all over he's using his fingers inside of me and licking the clit at the same time he is rubbing on my thighs at one point he's kind of squeezing them while he's sucking on my clit I had the most crazy fucking orgasm and I sit up and we immediately start making out I'm tasting my juices all over him and he's like I'm so glad that you said that because that was fucking amazing you have such a nice like tasting pussy yeah if you don't yeah look you can't expect something if you don't talk about it right I mean typically anyway that's the case in anything you've got to you know make uh, what it is that you're looking for known so yeah there's definitely you know there's some mutual responsibility there no question about it So from there, we were just off to the fucking races. We did everything on the couch, by the way. Now we have a very, very deep couch. And I love fucking on it because it's just a very different experience than being in the bedroom. It somehow feels naughty to me that, especially because our couch is like right by our big window. Big window. Now, granted, the the curtains are closed, but still. And also, it's right by the entrance to our house. So the minute you walk in, the first thing you see is the couch. And for whatever reason, it feels somehow not public but just naughtier like there's the possibility of you walking right in or or you know potentially neighbors hearing or you know what i mean it's just it feels somehow more taboo being on the couch than in the bedroom yeah it's also you're right under naked chair which is always hot (laughs) or painting on the wall yeah so, so fucking funny yeah that whole area is just it just oozes sex there's like 
there was there were paintings of naked women all over that fucking part of the house. What well, so I had the, candles lit and I had I had a bunch of stuff going on. So the ambiance in the living room is very different than in the bedroom. And yeah. so it was just sexy. So anyway, after he gives me this amazing fucking oral orgasm, he puts on a condom and starts fucking me on top at first. I'm laying on my back and he's fucking me. And it was very hot and heavy. And again, I felt very connected to him in that moment. I felt very respected and heard by him. So it made me want to really pull out the tricks for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you so, become much, much more in tune with what's going on because you've gotten all this, you know, all the uh, the awkward shit out of the way. Exactly. So he pushes inside of me and we're making out with each other. And there was this really intense moment where he has his hand around the back of my neck. He's kind of holding me in place and we're making out with each other. And he looks me dead in the eyes and he commands me. He doesn't ask me or tell me. He commands me to tell me how his cock feels. That was fucking hot and again i just felt like it was both of us being so comfortable in that moment so i'm like god i love how thick that cock is and how good it stretches me and you have no idea how excited i was for you to come over and stretch this pussy today and he starts kind of growling at me and he's like good i wanted this pussy it just felt very very connected and like we were both completely on the same page with what was happening and it allowed us to just be so fun and silly and like erotic in that moment. Well, yeah. And again, getting all of the weirdness out of the way early on and then leaving the door open for, you know, anything to take place. It's it's not like starting over with a new partner, but kind of. It's not like starting over with a partner. It's like seeing a, a partner in a completely different light than you've ever seen them before. And there's something exciting about that as well as, like I said, it, it kind of put me at ease. Yeah. So again, he's just fucking me on top and it picking. it's really picking up pace. I mean, there was one moment like the couch is like bouncing off the floor while he's fucking me because he's just drilling me. I came on him so hard at one point. I shoved him right out of me, and but I'm still like holding on to him, holding him in place while I'm, you know, pushing him out with my fucking contractions. Yeah. I mean, it was just so fucking sexy. And then he wanted me to bend over the couch. So I flipped over and kind of bent over, put some pillows under me because the couch is lower than the bed and he's a taller dude. So I kind of put some pillows under my hips and he started fucking me from the back and things got wild. I had my hair in a in a side uh, braid. He grabs onto it. He's using that to fuck me even deeper and harder. He's grabbing onto my ass. He's spanking me and I am talking so dirty to him in this moment. I'm like, use that fucking pussy. I want to feel you for days and he's like, oh, you know I'm going to and it was fucking raunchy. Well, not surprisingly obviously because once you get in that zone, that's kind of where you live right i mean <laughs> yeah. it's just what it is so that went on for quite a while and then he stopped we pulled the condom off i sucked his cock again for just a minute and we're looking at each other the entire time he's telling me how good his cock looks in my mouth and then i'm like i need you to fuck me again and he's like absolutely so he grabs another condom i get on my back again he starts fucking me on top and we're making out with each other he's kind of biting on my ear and kissing on my neck and it is just it's wild it's passionate i'm sweating he's sweating there was one moment i reached down started playing with my own clit while he's fucking me and he started kind of sucking on my nipples and pulling on them a little bit because he knows that i like that more intense nipple play and that combination him biting on my nipples me playing with my clit and this big thick girthy fucking cock fucking me at the same time i had the craziest orgasm i'm talking back arched off of the couch eyes completely closed when I did finally open them it took me like a whole minute to refocus and be able to see again it was so fucking intense I just got completely lost in it yeah and you were I mean you guys were together for a hot second yeah I mean I was gone a while so I had that crazy orgasm and then he's like, do you want me to come for you? And I was like, yes, I want to feel you pulsate inside me. And, you know, obviously I had a condom on, but we're talking dirty about like, come inside of me. I want to feel it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make you feel it. And he has this crazy orgasm. And again, I've said this many times, but one of the hottest things to me about a man who really gets lost in his pleasure is when he's having that orgasm and it's like eyes rolled back in the head, you know, completely not focused on me, just focused on the 
this orgasm he's having. And I know that sounds weird. Like I would want the focus to be on me because especially me, I'm a fucking spoiled brat and I want all the attention on of me all the fucking time. But there's something very sexy about knowing that I helped someone get to the point where they are just off in their own little world. There is nothing else around. I could tell there could have been a bomb going off outside and he would have still just been having this crazy fucking orgasm. And that's so sexy. Yeah. When you can lose yourself in those moments and like the surroundings don't matter anymore. That's, you know, that's pretty fucking intense. So he literally collapses on top of me. I still feel his cock pulsating. I mean, this orgasm from beginning to end probably lasted two minutes, which was fucking crazy to me. And he's just laying on me. He's like breathing hot air on my neck and in my ear, which was also super fucking hot. And he finally pulls out of me and like there's wetness everywhere. I'm like, oh my God. Like I had apparently just been holding in all of this fucking like squirt or something. I don't even know what the fuck it is, but all of a sudden there's just like wetness all over the couch kind of on the floor you mean like last night for example yeah that yeah. too <laughs> Jesus. but it was really hot and then what was really interesting is we just laid on the couch together we had the pillows kind of propped up in the corner again very deep couch and we're just laying there together he has his arm around me and he was like i'm so glad that we had that conversation when i walked in the door because i feel like that was the most intense sex you and i've ever had yeah i'm like i completely agree and again i think it's because we were both able to just be 100% honest and be heard by the other person and there's certain safety in that that allows you to just fucking let go with someone you know what I mean yeah. this was the most comfortable I've ever ever felt with him and I've known him for like seven months yeah again it's just you know getting all of that you know it's not resentful it's just this this information dump you've got to get all this information out because it's weighing on you and it's in the back of your mind and uh, regardless of how you know, serious a situation it was or is, there's still something about it that you just had to get out. Well, it's like and, a trapping of negative energy. That's what yeah. it was. It was like this negative ball of energy just sitting on my chest. And then as soon as we had this conversation and were able to be honest with each other, I felt like that just completely evaporated. Well, yeah, but also having him start that conversation, to, in my opinion, was a big deal. I, I told you, I gave him huge points for that because a lot of guys not only wouldn't have done it, they wouldn't have had, to, have had the wherewithal to do it or the guts to do it. They would have waited for you to say something and to kind of pretend it didn't happen. He didn't do that at all. No, I was very impressed. But the other thing I will say is this is once again a reminder of, and I've come a long way. When I think about when you and I first started dating, when you and I first got into the lifestyle versus the person that I am now, I am significantly more sure of myself. I am much more willing and able to speak up about things that I feel strongly about. I used to be the ultimate people pleaser. I'm uh, One of our friends said the other day, and it was like the perfect thing. Thing to say because it's a it's a hundred percent how I feel about myself. She's like, yeah, I'm a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. I am the exact same way, and I still fall into these ruts. And I realized it, like for example, with him not providing me oral. There are many times that I can think back to where I have had a negative feeling about something that's happened in the bedroom with a partner, and I've just stuffed it down because I don't want to be seen as negative or as bitchy or or any of those things. I just want to be I want to be perceived in a certain way by other people. And I'm willing to sacrifice some of my own desires as a result of that. Yeah. And this was a perfect perfect example of if I actually speak up for myself, advocate for myself, I might just get what I want and the person that I'm with might just appreciate me even more for it. And that's exactly what happened here. Yeah. And I mean, in those situations, I don't, you know, I'm the same way. I don't provide that information. If I, I would never, you know, I'm not the type of person that's going to demand anything certainly or make uh, clear that I'm not getting what I need kind but of thing. But why not? Uh, you know, in the moment, it, it to me, I would just rather not uh, revisit it. I just won't, I simply won't do it again. But uh, if you had a regular play partner like this person, this is not a once random thing. This is somebody you're playing with over and over and over again. Yeah, and for situation. me, it's like there was a certain level of resentment that was built up because he either didn't provide oral or provided a minute or two of oral and it got fucking annoying for me. And instead of saying something all of these months, I've just been stuffing it down. This was the first time that it's like, okay, we've already had this very serious conversation today we've already moved past a lot of shit why should i not be able to speak my truth and tell him what i want from him well no absolutely but for me i would uh it wouldn't have gotten that far for me i would have assumed or presumed instantly that this is something that either this person is not interested in doing isn't that into me isn't that into this situation and i simply would have removed myself from it i could be very very wrong in those circumstances for well me, you would I mean, have been in this particular yeah, circumstance i would have just pulled myself out of it yeah and you would have been, been done you've been times. missing at and 
you probably missed out on some really good experiences as a result. So for me, this was just a reminder that I need to use my fucking words. I'm an adult who is fully capable of advocating for myself and being honest about how I feel about things. And I need to do that more often needs to be done respectfully and tactfully and not and make sure that I'm not making anyone feel like shit. But at the end of the day, my needs fucking matter. And that needs to be addressed in the moment with people. Yeah. And I think honestly, one of the things you and I have not been great at is laying this information out ahead of time. Well, I'm not sure I would agree with that. I'm pretty great at vetting people and telling people what I want from them in the bedroom. Yeah, but then, of course, a situation like this comes up and then you're having to do it six months down the road. Going forward for me, whatever happens, I'm going to lay everything out in in crystal clear fashion because I don't want to run into any of this shit. Yeah. You know, that's just where I'm at. So anyway, it was a hot experience. I'm going to be sharing some additional details on our bonus episode this week. So if you want to hear more of the dirty deets and if you want to support the show, we sincerely appreciate all of our Patreon members because they've made it possible to do a lot of the things we've done, upgrade equipment, get a studio that we actually record in now, all sorts of really cool shit that they've been able to have help us out with and we so appreciate that support so if you want bonus material and to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers today if you want the naughtier shit i have so much coming up on my OnlyFans, you guys you have no idea i have another shoot scheduled i haven't even told you about that yet no. i have a lot of really really good stuff coming so if you want to see me get dicked down by some very hot men which is primarily what my OnlyFans is head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers if you would like to join us for an upcoming event including pod bash you can find that information at members.frontporchswingers.com and we are thrilled so fucking excited i cannot even express in words how fun this is going to be we are heading to hot wife palooza 3 which is going to be hosted by lifestylers magazine genie wishes and the arizona fantasy club there's going to be a lot of other cool people there our friend doc chocolate will be there for example a bunch of other sexy people that we know so if you want to come party with us in tucson in september i'm going to drop a link in the show notes for you or you can also find that information at members.frontporchswingers.com we have got all kinds of shit coming up. And again, if you are a single dude and you are interested and you are quality and you are prepared to be vetted and have a great fucking time with some of the coolest people in the lifestyle, you need to check out Podbash. Reach out to us. Fill out a profile. It's free. And if you want to come and hang out with some amazing folks, uh, you need to hit us up. And I think uh, I know you won't be disappointed. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>